for all things mattress. Fam.news. Ladies and gentlemen, he is here. He is here. Matt Man, the fam's very own sleep superhero, is hot and bothered by Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and what it means for the mattress industry. And we're going to tell you the one person in the world, above all others, that Matt Man wants to have a beer with. <laughs> is it Mark Quinn? Maybe. The Dos Marco Show begins in 60 seconds. Driven entrepreneurs, listen up. It's time to team up with Nationwide Marketing Group, North America's most successful network of independent retailers. You'll gain access to programs and services that level the playing field between you and the national chains. Industry-leading digital marketing, increased buying power, exclusive networking events, and of course, their awesome learning platform. Nationwide Marketing Group is the business partner that helps you get results and stay ahead of the competition. Take the first step today and visit nationwidegroup.org. Do you want more sales in three easy clicks? Yeah. It starts right now at doorcounts.com. With a completely redesigned user interface, gathering data has never been easier. Click number one, your salespeople connect with the customer as they walk through the door. Click two is the outcome. Click three, key performance metrics right there on your phone from anywhere at any time. Now your salespeople can spend their time selling and DoorCounts is going to gather the data you need to make your business better. Start right now at DoorCounts.com. Welcome to the Dos Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn, where mattress and furniture leaders gather to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots. Uno, dos, tequila! Welcome aboard. Here's your passport to a planet filled with the mattress industry's brightest minds and biggest ideas. Meet your guides. I'm Mark Kinsley, president and CEO of Englander. And I'm Mark Quinn, co-founder of Spink & Co. and VP of Sherwood Betting. Together, they are Dos Marcos. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in three, two, one... Okay, Matt, man, you got to come out with it right now. What is the story behind the pink sunglasses? Where did this? Ah, oh, that's the yeah, that's the Kalita run here in Denver, North Carolina. It's a annual run. That's for this this girl is about eight. She died of a rare blood disease, so her adopted parents do this this run every year. So a couple of years ago, uh, you know, it was like my first couple of races. I was getting out there. <laughs> it was free in the bag. A pair of pink glasses, and she wanted to share pink. One of her dying wishes to share pink with the world because it was it was fun. And dude, they fit. I put them on. They gave me like three more pairs. And ever since, man, it's been pink sunglasses all day long. Didn't you play in a rock and roll band as well? As well, and you wore pink, or you had pink sunglasses then also. <laughs> I did. The, whether it's the superhero me or the regular me, it, it literally are these just the color of the shades I've worn ever since. So. Uh, it was a touching story, and those parents, they're, they're, they're local independent folks in eye care in our area, but, I mean, what they're doing and the, the, the story they were telling, like, it just, it just fit forever. Well, man, and what you're doing and the stories you're telling in your community, I know you're having an impact on people. For those who don't know, this is Andrew Matman Schlesser of Sweet Dreams Mattress and Furniture in the Lake Norman, North Carolina area. They've got four stores, an amazing team. We've talked about them a lot. They're a bright, shining light in our industry. And Matt Mann, 
does a podcast on fam.news that is absolutely crushing it, The Adventures of Matman. Tell us about The Adventures of Matman and in doing the podcast, what you've realized or what you've changed or what you've been doing in your store and help people understand actually how you use it in store as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the, the podcast itself is just a quick story about everything that I've learned in my uh, decade and a half of being in the sleep industry. The last year, I last year I injured myself real bad uh, during the shutdown with the furlough and our warehouse moving stuff, and that injury stopped me from doing many things over the course of the next year and a half. So it, it started the the healing process started with my sleep, my habits, and then other things grew from that too. So I realized even though I had previously been Matt Man and the shutdown was awful, I didn't actually do this for a few months. It came out on the other side that once I actually started to uh, apply the stuff, I really wanted to explain how that works and to challenge people to do it because it saved a lot. Like, I lost a lot of weight. I'm in better shape. And I did finally get that uh, that back problem fixed. And that's in a future episode to come. I got this cup here that calls me the bionic hero. I, I had to have a hip replacement. And, you know, three weeks after that, I'm basically walking around, uh, you know, things are back to normal. And, man, I mean, I'm still, I've kept the weight off for a long time. So when you fight from a foundation of sleep, that is a solid place to put health and fitness and and really kind of push yourself and planning and all these things. So we can use those sleep, the power of sleep awakens superpowers. Get a good night's sleep and see what you are capable of. Capable of. You know, and one of the things I love about your story is that you're actually taking your own advice, you're applying it in your own life, you're seeing the results, and you're helping people on their journey to fight from a foundation of sleep. And I absolutely love that, and it's been great, and we've seen people connect with that on the fam at fam.news. And and, and the other thing I really love about fighting from a foundation of sleep is that you see things so much more clearly whenever you're well rested. And one of the things you're seeing clearly these days and you're excited about talking through is cryptocurrency and what it means for the mattress industry. We're going to get to that, but I've already been taking notes, Quinn. I've already been taking notes in this handsome devil that you see in front of you. It is from our friends at Colonial Promotions. Dot com. I also, this shirt, we, we purchase our products uh, with Englander through colonialpromotions.com. How's that feel? How's that cover feel? It feels heathered, and it feels like this crosshatch textural experience that I want everybody to be able to experience themselves. This is the heathered pad folio. 30, 8.5 by 11 lined writing pad, slots for multimedia, organization, wow. phone, and tablet. It's going to do it all. It's got a place for your phone. It's got a card holder if you still carry business cards. It's got an elastic loop. It's got an ID holder. And this is the type of quality that our friends at ColonialPromotions.com bring to you. You don't have to think, ah, is this going to be a piece of junk? Then I'm going to put my brand on and then put in my customer's hands or send out as employee kits or for employee appreciation. No, you don't have to worry about that. Colonial's done the hard work. They, everything they send us, they've sourced incredible high-quality products. And I think, Quinn, you, do you have your lantern? I mean, shine a light, brother. You know, this is this is the craziest thing. So with, when they sent this to us, Kinsley, I wasn't even sure what it was. But it's got a really cool, like, 
right? So you had like a charging right there, right? Did you pull and it it's up? Just, it's just a clever little device that you can like. It's a speaker, and you can hang hang it up. And no, you gotta pull it up. Pull pull it. How about that? Pull it. It opens up. There you go. And it's a light. Uh, there you go. And then you can hang it if you're camping, or if you're working under the car, if you're turning a wrench. I love that thing. It does oh, everything, man. I love it. And oh, Kinsley, did you see this? It's the action watch they sent us too. Ooh, hey, you got to save them for next time, man. Uh, I, that's a nice little sneak preview. There. Are we spilling too much? Hey, I think you're spilling too, just a little bit too much about our friends. Look, they can kit and manage high volume, time definite products. They're consultants. They're there for you. I mean, to manage all these things. And and look, holler at t- uh, Tim, holler at Wes, holler at the team at Colonial. Go to colonialpromotions.com. You can see all the products and the cool stuff featured right here on the show. How about that? How about that? You know, Andrew, I, we 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 need to. I don't think we should call you Andrew. We should probably just say Matt Man. But you know, we. Uh, I want to thank you on behalf of uh, Kinsley and I both because when we were at the nationwide event, you jumped on stage with us and you raged hard. This is a picture. Yeah, of, dude. Oh, look at that. This is a picture of us behind backstage, and we're all in the the pink. The pink glasses, and I, I lost mine in a bag, a, a massive, a horrible lost baggage accident with American, but they got my bag back recently. But anyway, so this is us, and I'll never forget Kinsley because I was like, hey man, I know you play bass guitar, but we'll have an acoustic for you. We couldn't get a bass guitar for you. Can you can you do what you need to do on an acoustic guitar? He's like, dude, I got this. And afterwards, I kind of felt like that was a really dumb question because he crushed it. So thanks for joining us on stage. That was pretty awesome. Next time I'm playing the drums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got spoons. I'm going to do those spoons. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was awesome. Primetime was awesome. Primetime was awesome. I loved it. And, uh, yeah, we got to do a lot there. So we got a lot to talk about today. This is, uh, you know, and Matt Man talked to us about cryptocurrency and the relevance of that. And then he was starting to get into some conversation with us about it. And I was so fascinated. We all have a working knowledge of what it is. But then we got into a conversation like, how is it relevant to our industry and what's happening today? So guess what, Matt, man? You are the resident expert for the fam on cryptocurrency. How about that? Oh, sweet-ish. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> don't know what cryptocurrency is. Some people have just maybe a broad understanding of this kind of esoteric form of currency that's decentralized, but help lay the the foundation for us here. What is cryptocurrency and why did this come into your field of view in relation to the mattress and and furniture business? Cryptocurrency is, I mean, it it trades a lot like the stock market does, except there's no downtime because this is computers. So it just is turned on 24-7. So things can happen at a much higher pace, but are also very, very volatile. So I think a lot of folks, when they go to look at, is this thing coming? Is it, what is it, what is going on? You know, China's banned it multiple times and, you know, but it keeps seemingly, it's still there because it's decentralized. But I, I like to think about, you know, when one of our customers comes to the door after a decade and they're Googling mattress reviews, all they're seeing is the negativity on, oh, this sags, this is, ah, I don't like this. It's so easy to find that stuff. So a lot of times when folks go to look at cryptocurrency, they are seeing a lot of the losses or the volatility. 
because that's that's the drama that ends up you know people want to tell when they when they had a bad experience very very frequently but then there there's actually a lot of opportunity there and the way i see it is you know this year a couple billionaires went to space like they literally like flew up in their private uh rockets hanging out in zero g you know they're not carrying cash with them we're not we're not going to put us or some form of like hard cash in space so to me when i think of the science fiction behind it and the way computers have been evolving at some point in time that seems like a reasonable way to transact without the cash so we're not there yet and this is still very young but what the point of me even bringing it up and looking at it is because i would rather we learn about this now so it's not a huge surprise when or if it does become like normal currency between a uh, consumer and retailer so that you know cuz there's a lot of barriers that that would exist between making that easy and seamless but man like there's there's so there's so much opportunity there that it's unquestionable at some point in time i believe we would accept it across the country or the world i'm going to talk about this in very basic terms but money the us dollar for example is nothing more than an agreement among all of us that it is worth a certain amount and we trade it for these goods right mm-hmm. it's just an agreement it's an idea there's no like it's like once that breaks down and we all decide that the dollar bill is worth nothing then it's not currency anymore internationally think about this rolex rolex actually just came out and made an announcement this is one of the most revered luxury brands on the planet rolex came out and made an announcement about what's happening with the scarcity of its watches and if you think about rolex as a brand and rolex as an item it's international currency. You can go anywhere in the world and use a Rolex to buy other goods. It's almost universally accepted. So when I think about cryptocurrency, I think all we're doing is taking this idea and decentralizing it. So you're taking the idea that we are agreeing that a Bitcoin, for example, is worth a certain amount in exchange for other goods or services, whatever it might be. But just to just to kind of like pump the brakes for a minute. For those who don't know, what is cryptocurrency? This is the umbrella term for all of these. Um, they're, they're essentially, okay, so cryptocurrency is built on blockchain technology. Okay, so the blockchain is like a giant ledger. So instead of having one guy that's got the ledger over in the corner and he's like the CPA guy and he's like banging on the 10 key. right? He's like, I got this. Everybody's going to this ledger at once with their computers, and they're saying, yep, that happened. They're looking at the ledger, and they're verifying the ledger and all the transactions, and it's not just one person doing it. So that's what the blockchain is. And so whenever you talk about mining for Bitcoins, it's like all these computer, all this computer power is actually going to verify the ledger. And I think it's this part's a little bit shady to me, but it's uh, or sketchy. It's like whoever... Um, verifies that piece of the ledger first, gets that coin. Okay, so that's what the computer power is doing. It's just going to constantly verify that, yes, this is correct. And so it's decentralized. It's a network of computers. They're simultaneously going to this, these different ledgers, um, and it prevents a single person or, like, one user from altering anything 
and it prevents you know breaches of security by only having like one point that you can go in and you know hack it so cryptocurrency is built on the blockchain and then in order to get access to your cryptocurrency you have to have a crypto wallet we tracking so far matt man you've got a crypto wallet Oh yeah. Okay, so tell us about that. What do you do with your crypto wallet? You, it's not actually in your Mapman's superhero suit, is it? It's not. Well, if, if my phone is in the suit, yeah. So, the, and this is the this is the interesting and lucrative part that you know. Just to just to rewind it a little bit even further, like last year there was a big old hubbub on the internet of AMC and GameStop stock shorting, and the the internet got mad because. Gamers love GameStop. So it brought a whole lot of attention to how that works on the stock market. A lot of those people then got educated about cryptocurrency as a result. So what, what this turns into is these wallets, so that, you know, these wallets will give incredible interest rates back on, on crypto that's held there because they want, they, they, you know, certain places want to become banks and whatever interest rate they're getting is higher than what we as the investor is getting, but those are still really high. Uh, and, and so then that's what you do is you, you, you purchase crypto and there's some people who gamble. That's one, that's one aspect of it. You got folks who are wanting to buy and sell right away. I want to buy Bitcoin at 40, sell it at 60, you know, great. You'll, you'll make whatever money you want to make. But there's this other host of people that are on average, much younger that want to invest. And they're comfortable with using their phone to send that money and do these transactions and then also read up a little bit about the blockchain or what the coin does. And if they buy a lot of those coins, they put them on a wallet. They do something called staking it. And that gives you an interest rate much higher. So if you buy like a certain amount of coins, some wallets, you could stake them for six months. They'll give you 12 to 15% interest on the number of coins you buy. So interesting. Because today, if that coin is worth five cents, ten years from now, or I'm sorry, two years from now, to five years from now, it could be worth, uh, you know, a dollar. And depends. There's a lot of information there to research on market caps. But if you're getting 15% interest on what you've purchased, and then it's way more. I mean, that's that's kind of like a lucrative version of the stock market that exists out there. So. It's really hard to wrap your head around unless you physically try to go through the process of doing it. And that's where, in me doing it, I realized, and, you know, I'm, I'm reading memes on Reddit. So, like, this is not, that's not where you would necessarily go to get why you buy or what you buy. But to, but to see the process happen and, and see numbers, if, if you sit down and plan out your financials and investing... In two to five years, there's going to be people who have made a lot of money, and I don't believe they're very old. I, feel, I think they're I think they're much younger than what we would expect. The last decade, I have been going to prime times. I've been at Nationwide Learning Academy stuff for years, or just uh, man, it was like a bedcon five or six years ago, and it was all talking about millennials, how we're late bloomers, and you know we we came out of college, and the 2008 crash happened. And then 10 years later, we finally took over as the buying power compared to the boomer generation. And Gen Z is skipping college. They're working. They're making money right away. And some of them are also investing like this. So not only do they come out of the gates faster, but there will be a, a, a subset of them that really do. They, they, what, 
it's the term's called crypto rich. They'll invest a small amount of money today to make a lot of gains, and in two to five years, they're going to be ready to make that purchase for the house or make those life changes because they, they can see that. And, uh, and and so what keeps me up at night, like I'm a, I'm a sleep superhero. I even got my sleep challenges up here. This is how I plan out my sleep and every week. The things that keep me up or not at night are how vulnerable local independent retailers are from disappearing to big box stores, disappearing to big money, misinformation. That's one of the bad, she's a bad gal and she's out there. And these things can be bought on the internet to just make us go away. So, you know, if, if we're not in the channel of the younger folks that are investing with, uh, with cryptocurrency or, or learning about it ourselves, like now, so that in three to five years, when Amazon has their own and people invest in it, we don't, that market share just doesn't disappear. And, and mom and pa's and independents have a chance. Uh, beds in the box disrupted the industry the same way. Like, and it was wave, like they grew, they outgrew themselves before any of the brick and mortars knew what to do about it. So, and like, man, things have flipped since when I started here. The big brands are now like trying to keep up with beds in the box. Beds in the box are hitting brick and mortar. So I'm just like, what's happening? But I don't. I, I just. I just. I'm afraid that the same thing will happen with this cryptocurrency, and it's well, just going to be a, a, too big a learning. You know, curve. Andrew, so let, let's well, go back because I want to frame this too. If you if you think about what causes an opportunity for disruption, right? One of the things that causes an opportunity is when in a, a consumer product category is when you know there's big margins, there's been lack of innovation, but. If you look at where we're at right now in this country, we're, we're talking about spending trillions of dollars in, um, in investment spending for infrastructure and all this crazy stuff. And so that currency is backed by a gold standard, which right now there's a lot of uncertainty in that, right? And so there's uncertainty in what we call fiat currency, which is coins and dollars, which is creating an interest even more so in cryptocurrency. And now that crypto, so there's uncertainty in cryptocurrency because people aren't sure. But Kinsley, Eight Sleep, you talked about earlier, um, they're dipping their toe into that. There's some mattress guys actually starting to participate. Well, that's right. I, I don't think we mentioned it on the show, but Eight Sleep accepts cryptocurrency. Overstock.com accepts cryptocurrency. And I, I like how you're thinking about this, Matt, man, because some people out there might be saying to themselves, you guys are going to get so far out in front of your platoon, you're going to get shot in the back. But think about what was the biggest disruption in the mattress business. It was bed in the box. And you know what everybody in the, on the component side of things is looking at? What's going to disrupt memory foam? What's going to disrupt springs? And what disrupted all of us wasn't a product innovation. It was a packaging innovation. And we missed, I think a lot of people missed that because whenever you could roll it up like a burrito and put it down in a mini fridge box. I love people, burritos. We love burritos. And when people saw that, they loved it too. And they said, yes, give it to me in this, in this fashion. And people in the industry at that time said, this is ridiculous because it's a worse product. Why, why, like who's going to buy a worse product? And so... Just by virtue of you saying 
maybe the disruption in retail and independent retail doesn't come from the big box store continuing to cast a bigger shadow over my business. Maybe it comes from currency. Maybe it comes well, from another angle. And that, that's what we want to keep this field of view open. Kinsley, there, we, I learned this at primetime, actually. It was one of the NLAs, literally at primetime. I think the place is even called FAM in Wisconsin, Furniture and Mattresses. <laughs> These guys do a leadership and development company. They are phenomenal. And they trained us in how to even train our own staff. But they, they had realized the disruption is actually the consumer. It's not the bed in the box. The consumer is what's disrupting everything. And, and in, in this, this form of payment, the payment be, be, can become easy or like, you know, uh, it, it can literally like your, your dollar today is bought in this, in this crypto coin. And in three years from now, it's worth a lot more. Now, I want to use that dollar today, from three years ago to pay for this. And that, that to the consumer, if that's what they want and you don't have the ability to accept that, then you will not be able to. That's like a that's a market share that you can't even touch. My pest control guy comes up, sprays the house, and he says, "This guy's like in his sixties, and, and I can barely. He won't text me back. He won't text me back. He just shows up. Eleven. His name's Bill. He shows up the other day and he says, "Do you do Venmo?" I'm like, yeah. Like you, you do Venmo. I mean, yes, that's what that's my preferred method of payment here, Bill. Thank you. I want to send you my funds via Venmo because I know exactly what I have. There's a ledger there for me to look back on. I know I paid you. I know how much I paid you. It's all there. So the preferred method of transaction for me was Venmo. Whatever the preferred ma- method of transaction for the consumer, whatever that's going to be, you better be following that, and you better be skating to where the puck is going. And I think in, in this case, like if you don't have this, at least have your hand in the honeypot a little bit, you're going to be missing out on, on the education piece that's going to go along with understanding crypto. Kidsley, Kidsley you, both of you guys know because you guys talk about Podium because that was, a, that was like this is me going one step further on that what's next. You know, last year when the shutdown happened, people were coming in or calling in. Nobody could go into the store. We were texting links for folks to purchase. And I would put in, you know, you don't want, this isn't some like Nigerian prince or scam. Here's a picture of me. Hey, this is a payment link. And that, the customers, our customers love that. It's super convenient. So then I'm thinking in my head when I look at this stuff, like, oh man, in two or three years, I don't, maybe this is how I'm going to do it. And this is how the, the consumer wants to do it. I don't know. You're, you're going to you, look, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have some multi-millionaires. We're talking eight figure millionaires. So tens of millions of dollars from some sort of crypto play that happened. They're going to come into your store at some point and they're going to say, you guys don't accept Bitcoin. Dude, I'm going to take my business. Why would they come into your store? Do you do you market on the platforms that they're on all the time? Like, do they even know who you are? There might even be like seven other people that are. Uh, think of the bed in the box. Uh, the, the point is, or what do you call it? Uh, the customer acquisition. Do you think that the bed in the box folks that are exceptional marketers are going to let that point of sale go? Like, you, you'll never see the customer. 
So the idea is we gotta we gotta figure out how to get regular folks like us in those channels. Well, that's We're what, doing something. That's what I'm saying. The market. When it happens, when it happens, you're not going to be able to transact, and they're going to go elsewhere, or you're not even going to be in the conversation set because they'll look at your site if you're selling online. And I think so many people are going this endless aisle route. Even independent retailers are. So you can have all kinds of product on your website, then somebody's going to ship it for you. We get how this works. But if you, you're not even part of the conversation in the future, and you're going to miss out on all this money because you're going to say, I can't, I can't take crypto in any form. Like, I can't do it. So therefore, it has no value to me. And somebody else is going to be basically washing that money through their system, and they're going to come out on the other side um, you know, with all the money. <laughs> with all of the, the agreed upon idea, whatever this is, crypto, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, whatever you want to call it, Ethereum, they're, they're going to be ahead of the game. So this, this, I think this, it's not like, this is one of those things where it's not us saying, hey, this is going to happen. We're looking into the crystal ball. It's already happened. People have already taken crypto and turned it into real money. So, well, it is, to, but so that's, that's an interesting comment because it is real money. Right. I mean, to us, like it's not a fiat currency that we're used to spending, but, you know, people out there. So there, Kinsley, you started this us off with this conversation, which is so our normal gold standard, you know, the, it's actually a gold standard. So currency is based off gold. Right. But we're printing so much money that there's a lot of people going, what like what like what's going to happen? And then they go, OK, if so, the, the doomsdayers say if there is a collapse in our currency, then what becomes the currency? And then before cryptocurrency, the conversation was, well, it's a precious metal like gold or whatever. No reason that we got away from gold early on as a currency is because it's a block. It's heavy. You got to carry it around. You got to trade. Right. And so that was like, OK, so people are like rolling through that. And now that cryptocurrency is here and it's being traded and talked about, you know, if you look at the major companies out there taking it, I just popped this up. Microsoft, AT&T, Burger King, KFC, Overstock. These are all companies that accept cryptocurrency. Here's another really crazy thought. So I have a friend of mine. This is just a tangent here. A friend of mine that's in the energy business. This, this is how crazy it's getting. So we're talking. We're at the University of Arkansas Parents Weekend, and my daughter's an 80 pie there. So we're, I'm there with a bunch of dads, and we're having beers. And So I'm like, what business are you in? He said, I'm in the energy business. I said, oh, cool. I go, what, like, what's happening there? And he said, there's a ton of disruption. And I'm like, okay, so like, how does an energy business get disrupted? I'm thinking solar. I'm thinking things like that. He said, cryptocurrency. And I go, how is mm -hmm. cryptocurrency a disruption in the energy business? It's because when you mine for cryptocurrency, the amount of energy and computer power that is required to do it, it has put such a stress on the energy platform that it is now literally a disruption in the energy business. How insane is that? I got a phone call from a friend of mine who is, is the guy my parents always said, he's either going to be rich or he's going to end up in jail. <laughs> I mean, this is the guy that had somebody else's dial-up internet whenever it was 1996. He comes to my house. He figures out how to make long-distance calls from my phone for free through my modem using a, a key that essentially blocked anybody from knowing it was coming from my number. And he got us hooked up to the internet. And I'm like, what is, what is the internet? You know, what is this thing that we are on now? And, and so this guy's brilliant. 
and, and he was calling me up saying, in, in the mattress business, you guys have factories, right? Those factories are set up to, to deal with uh, the, the grid, you know, to basically, basically he wanted to put computers inside mattress factories. And he ended up buying some buildings out in Texas and housing them with computers. And, and he had some sort of advantage on the back end with these different communities that, that formed to mine Bitcoin. Anyway, it, it's nuts. And so he said, yeah, and then you see these specials on TV about the amount of energy it actually takes to mine um, Bitcoin. One guy was spending $1,000 a month on his energy bill, and he was, but he was getting about $6,000 a month uh, in Bitcoin. So, yeah, the, the disruption ripple effect, it, it continues. I wonder what it's doing for the solar business. So is it, is it all going to hit us? What if it already has? Oh, I mean, I, I don't think necessarily it has in a way that we feel it. But man, you know, versus the learning curve that can happen. And the learning curve is what happened, like, for example, uh, you give somebody uh, their first smartphone and they've never seen one, like, you know, uh, the, 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 the boomer generation or older, if they hadn't been using cell phones and seeing that, and then suddenly you give them a smartphone, the learning curve is, is intense. This is a touch thing, we go this way. A lot of us, you just even know those movements just because we saw the first iPads and stuff. And so then to go from zero to that speed is tough. And so if, you, if we do the same thing with cryptocurrency and suddenly you have to take it at the till and you have to like teach a team of 10 or so people or like an accounting department what's going on, like that, that zero to 100 mile an hour, if, if you're just preparing for it, that that's a way better future where you are on the balls of your feet making decisions instead of on the heels going, oh, now I got to do this. And that, that's the point. It's, it's not to necessarily be like, oh, I'm taking cryptocurrency tomorrow. But, you know, we have to start to f- consider the possibilities in the future. And right now it's cash, credit card, financing. And then maybe crypto. I don't know. But you've just got to start learning. Matt, man, thank you for bringing this to our attention. As always, you are out to save people in a variety of different ways, and this is one of them. Uh, be sure to check out the Matt Man podcast at fam.news. I love this, this most recent episode. Google's sleep sensor exposed a massive lie, and that's the podcast with Matt Man, our very own sleep superhero. Thank you to the Dream Team. Wear my Dream Team hat today. Quinn, uh, we want people to subscribe to the show. Be sure to subscribe to Matt Man's show if you want to get the free research from the fam, the full research deck from 2,000 mattress buyers who purchased in the past 12 months. Go to fam.news and click on the member section. Sign up totally free. You get the deck. And be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Kinsley, the beer. Uh, I, I want to do shots with those Marcos, but if it was anybody I'd have a beer with... It's this guy right here, Paul Rudd. The fact that you, you have a framed picture sure of him, Matt Man, we, we, I, I think we need to start a writing campaign for Paul Judd to like spend time with you. I think it's Paul Rudd. Rudd. Our Rudd. Paul Rudd. Rudd. I said Rudd. Rudd. What, what did you hear you me said say? Judd. Oh, I said Judd. Huh? You said yeah, Judd. No, Rudd. He was great in the hot ones. No, Rudd. R-U-D. He laughed so hard I cried like I had eaten the spiciest thing he ate. No, Rudd. This, and... guy, this, guy, is, this guy makes me look like an uh, oversized oven mitt wearing a 
something or other flying around. This is the superhero to me. I love it. Hey, Matt, man, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate you. We'll catch thanks, you here on Matt the flip man. side. Chatty, chatty.